This is another edition, episode 12 of the Between Brothers podcast. We have a dozen episodes in, y'all. We have, as usual, the Chancellor of Charisma, Zero. When you too damn charismatic for that, you get promoted to Chancellor. That's just how it works. I didn't make the rules. He made the rules. They his rules. Don't matter. All right? Then we have, of course, myself, the Duke of Devonairness, Lando, which that, that, from how things are looking, how things are looking, that title's going to change soon. That title's going to change. I'm just going to put that out there. That oh, title's oh, going to change soon. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but, uh, Welcome to another edition. Thanks for everybody who's, you know, listened or participated. You know, it's funny. Um, I, we, had, we had a basic cover page for, you know, our podcast. It was a Gundam and uh, just had between brothers podcasts and some letters, I think, were read. And, um, and then uh, I drew a picture because Apple Podcasts was like, uh, when I looked it up on how to get us on Apple Podcasts, which... I'm hoping this episode gets on Apple Podcasts, but um, it was saying we needed um, original cover art or original an original cover page. So technically, our stuff is original, but if somebody who made Wing Zero saw it, they can say that we're copywriting them, and then it can be a problem. So I drew us in kind of I draw in an anime type of style. Um, I drew us in in my style. Um, you know, and we actually got a lot of great feedback from from that image. I, I share on my stories very, very sel- seldomly, but I got more feedback on this story than any of my other pictures outside of maybe when um, my youngest child was born, which he's six months now. So, and actually, I think he got more feedback than even that. Um, but, you know, for those of us who haven't heard us before we're on spotify google podcasts and a couple other podcast platforms that we don't even know um exist to be honest i'm not even gonna act like uh like i use those platforms but we're, hopefully we'll be on soundcloud and because uh, we need something called an rss feed which uh i finally found out what that was so um we should be hopefully um on those other soundcloud and uh, Apple, hopefully this episode and moving on to the rest. But um, but anyways, uh, catch us up, man. How was your week? You know, it, it was uh, it's pretty well, pretty ordinary. You know, I started uh, I started frustrating my coworkers, and then uh, something interesting happened on Saturday. So I was uh, out checking cars and. So as you know, as uh, the people know who know me, I work at a dealership. So I was checking cars in. And this couple is sitting in the car. And um, they asked me, you know, do you, uh, it was like, I don't want to waste any of your time, but do you know, do you, do you, are you in need of any prayer or anybody who needs it? I said, not me per se, but my wife, because she was, she was feeling like really down because um as people who do know me i have two i have two kids 
I have two princesses. And my youngest knew more of the alphabet than my oldest. So it kind of bothered her. It was like, yeah, she she's really like she's getting she's getting a lot better at it. They they know the same amount by yeah um, now. So so it's like, you know, she's a quick learner. But it was frustrating her and I could see it. So I was like, you know, I need to do it more. But she does need some prayer. And we're it's like, you know, so they can see the frustration of my face because they see that my coworkers aren't doing anything. So they said, after we get our car done, we want to see you. Said, okay, no problem. I see them leave. But I was like, you know what? I, um, they probably forgot, but hopefully they got what they needed done. done. They came back to the dealership looking for me. And they were like, you know, we just wanted to bless you with something. We're keeping you in our prayers. They, brother, when I tell you that they handed me $100, oh, wow. it was like, <clears throat> I was like, you know, I've gotten tips before, but I was like, I thought it was like maybe like a 20. It was like, it, I, it's like, I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for tips, but it's like, you know, it's like, you know, they, it was like, you know, we want to bless you with something. And we'll keep you in our prayers. And hopefully when we come back, you're not here, that you started a new endeavor instead of being here at the dealership. Then I went and counted it. I saw it was 100. I was like, yo, you got to kill me. It's like, just to be blessed with something like that. And all I did, all I did was talk to them. Like, I didn't even care about the other cars at this point. (laughs) We were just talking and everything was good. And it was like, you know, to see that it was like, you know, there still are good people out here, this sort of environment where, where folks are thinking about themselves more so than more so than others, especially with, especially with the how, it's even now the pandemic people still don't understand how it can get contracted how to be safe and things of that nature or even don't even care to be safe around other people it's like that it's like that was really that was really a that was really a great blessing and and, um yeah that besides with that the rest of my week is uh is the same old same old it's like folks folks it's like folks be telling what they tell it ass all the time it's like, <laughs> it's like folks just be snitching just to snitch and it looks like you can be a snitch and get promoted so it's like shoot it looks like i need to start telling too <laughs> but, but that was my that was my week so um <clears throat> I uh, I got the Corona vaccine, mm-hmm. and um, I got both shots. So for those who listen to this episode, I'm gonna apologize ahead of time because uh, they did say that you know you will have Corona-like symptoms on one of the vaccines, either first shot or second shot. So um, lately, I have runny nose. Um, I don't want to say I lost my sense of smell, but it's very faint. Like I got to get up on something to smell it. I usually have a 
excellent sense of smell. So um, no real call for anything like that. No uh, chills or all the other symptoms, but I know they say you will experience some of the symptoms. But the Duchess was like, well, shoot, maybe you got Corona for like for real. And um, I had gotten the kids tested because they had some coughing and stuff like that. And um, and they tested negative. And I've only been around them. Like uh, I put in my two weeks notice in at a job at my last job and I've been home. So I'm like, I ain't been around nobody. We had plenty of food, all that. So I don't know if, if I if I did have it, it would have only had to come from them, which they were either them or the vaccine. I'm assuming that this is the vaccine symptoms. But if if I do have corona, if I do have the official corona, I'm gonna say this. And forgive me when I say this. But this this virus ain't nothing, man. This virus man is soft, man. Like, like, I understand that people passed away. Don't get me wrong. But my experience with this, it ain't all that. And I heard that um that uh many people who died had multiple comorbidities. Mm-hmm. So heart disease, diabetes, obesity. I am in the obesity category. Mm. But for somebody who is obese, <coughs> excuse me, I do have, uh, how can I put this? I'm in good shape for a fat guy. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys who look like they are in shape. And when they try to work out with me, they don't hang. So, you know, so I'm in good shape for a fat guy. Now, if you try to get me to run four miles on a treadmill, I'm going to give you about a half a mile and I'm out. But as far as like, strangely, I do really good in high intensity stuff, though, compared to some some people who have worked out with me. But long distance or extended cardio like that, eh, I ain't about that much. But like I said, not saying nothing against anybody who passed away because I don't know what else is going on with them. But it seems like if you are in good health, mm. this virus really ain't all that. Um, but if you have... Were, yeah, but apparently, like I said, a lot, 90-some percent of the people who died were either elderly, so, you know, they were, you know, kind of on their last legs of life anyways, or they had multiple diseases that would have killed them eventually. Mm. But, um, but you know, my immune system got masculine physique like myself. So that's just what it is. And, you know, it's funny because uh, I've been, a, I'm an anti-masker, but I have to wear a mask because of what I do. So, um, and, and of course, in Virginia, you can't go inside anywhere without a mask. So if I did contract Corona, it just shows that the mask nor the vaccine worked. But uh, but that's that's part of how my week went. Um, you know, there's it's funny. It's funny. I had posted a video like, "Hey, this is my last day in the car business," uh-huh. and I had several people kind of hit me up, and they were like, "Yo, I can't believe that you 
left the car business, you ain't say nothing. Like you ain't tell me whatever. And um, you know, that's it. These people I ain't they ain't nothing against these people who hit me up. It was about five or six people who hit me up. I'm not speaking about anybody specifically, but I am speaking about those five or six people specifically. And it kind of shows like, you know, people always say certain things like, hey, we'll support anything you do, this and the other. But it's funny, if you would have listened to the podcast we were going on three months doing now, 12 weeks, you would have known that I was leaving the car business two weeks, two or three weeks prior to me leaving the car business. Because mm-hmm. you announced oh, well, it. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I, man, I didn't call you specifically and tell you, but I did tell all the people that podcast. So if you ain't one of the people that sound like a you problem, you know, because I don't call people on a daily basis or tell people my every move. So, nah, that, that don't cross my mind. Like, you know, I need to call this person. I need to call that person. I don't know where I'm leaving. Like, if you call me and we chat or whatever, I might bring it up. But mm-hmm. outside of that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeking to tell everybody what I'm trying, what I'm doing, and what moves I'm making. Like, you know, like when it comes to, I say. I said the you know the Duke of Debonairs is going to change. So for those who don't know, I posted a post maybe about a year ago, um, and it was it was saying like I don't like when people be calling themselves kings and queens. Then that word gets thrown out too much in the black community. So mm-hmm. I say you should have a certain net worth before you call yourself that. So under a hundred thousand mm-hmm. for me. Under a hundred thousand, Duke over a hundred thousand, Grand Duke over a million. That's when I'm king. Uh, over ten million was uh, over ten million was emperor. Hundred million was pharaoh, and then a billion is demigod. So. By, by the time I'm 45, I expect everybody to be calling me the demigod of Devin Harris or <laughs> demigod Thomas or <laughs> just demigod. That's fine. Don't even call me demigod Lando. Just call me. You have to say demigod if you address me. All right? All right? And I'm 32 right now. I'm 32. I'll be oh, 33 yeah. next month. But um, but I, I'm, I'm, half, I'm halfway joking. I'm halfway joking. I do. I don't expect people to call me a demigod just because I reached a certain financial status. But I do. <laughs> I do believe that as a king, you've done these three things: you've been fruitful, you have multiplied, and you have dominion. If you don't own anything, don't call yourself a king or a queen. If you over here chasing men or chasing a woman, don't call yourself your queen. Like, you know, I get it. Oh, my son's a prince. All this other stuff. Like, I don't care nothing about all that. Like, your son is your son, and I guess you can call him whatever you want. I'm just saying, for me personally, I feel like the, the, the culture is watering those that that phrase or that word or that title 
they're watering that title down. Because like I said, you know, they're like, oh, we're descendants from kings and queens. No, we're descendants of the survival of the fittest. You know, because many people, many people's ancestry died in the Middle Passage. Um, so we, you know, in in one thing I do know is um, the original slave trade, they weren't selling, they weren't trading kings. Just, they weren't trading kings and queens. They weren't trading village chiefs and, you know, that, that just didn't happen. There was a chief selling us who are over here now. So um, just, you know, but but I don't want to speak too negative because we got a lot of negative stuff that we're going to talk about today. But, yeah. um, but, uh, but yeah, that's just how I felt about it. So, but like I said, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, we, we post the episode every week. Every week we posting about the podcast, um, more so you than myself, because I'm not really a big social media person, but um, you usually tag me in or something. So somebody tags me in something, somebody's going to see it. And I've made a couple of videos about it saying, hey, listen to the podcast. You will listen to the podcast. If you want to make, if you want to guarantee that you know at least something that's going on in my life, listen to the podcast. Because we talk about it every week. We catch up. We've actually been maybe 20 minutes on this subject right now, which is usually longer than what we do when we normally do the podcast. But if you want to be caught up on us, me and my brother, Zero, catch up with each other. That's how we start every podcast. So if you listen to the first 10 minutes of the podcast, you're going to know what we've had going on from a Sunday to a Sunday, you know, at least usually major things. We're not usually talking about, or something that's funny. We're usually not talking about little itty bitty stuff. Yeah. But, um, so I ain't gonna tell you when I clocked in and what I ate for breakfast. Yeah. Nobody, it's like, who the hell cares? Yeah. Yeah. But again, if anybody hears me blowing my nose or anything like that, like I said, I got the vaccine. I think they said I will experience some Corona symptoms eventually they said it usually takes about a week of course it took me the full week to experience it like it, it, they literally waited till the last minute so and they said it should last a day or two um it's day two um but like i said it wasn't anything too serious i don't say but like i said if i have the real corona they're gonna say hey you're positive for, for corona it really wasn't all it wasn't a, it wasn't violent for me it wasn't like life-threatening for me but yeah, it might be anyways, it might be different for me because of the fact that I have asthma. But um, but let's I guess um, how do I want to start this? So there was a event this past weekend, um, UFC two sixty one. And the Nigerian model name of Uzman knocks out, uh, I think, Masvidal's son, yeah. uh, Southern California kid, Mexican descent. Um, and he's, he knocked him out cold. Um, I'm not a UFC guy. I think I'm a boxing guy, not a UFC guy. But he did use a good boxing technique. Um, where he, he, it wasn't really a one-two, it was more like a three-two. A three is a left lead hand hook, or in Uzman's case, a left hook. And uh, 
and uh, a two is a straight right hand or right cross or, you know, however you want to call it. And um, he was kind of hooking with that first punch, kind of took Masvidal's focus off of the other hand. Um, Deontay Wilder actually is probably the best example of it, where you're kind of blinding a guy with your left and then you're coming straight down the pipe with your right. And UFC guys don't know how to move their head out of the way usually. So he got rocked and um, ultimately stopped. And I just want to say uh, my thoughts on the fight is I only have one thought. Always bet on black. Go ahead. Your thoughts, sir. Your thoughts, girl. My thoughts? He knocked the Sonic rings out of that motherfucker. Yeah, I like my <laughs> I like yo, Me too. This <laughs> is like, that. yo, my man's head was chasing waterfalls. How many, how, how many water beads? Yo, that, yo, he, yo. <laughs> What's that? What's that stuff they uh put on the windows to make the water beat up? Uh, Rainex. Yeah, he knocked the Rainex out of that motherfucker. Yo, yo, he knocked he, he knocked the peaches out of Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Yo, is that what Crash Bandicoot collected? Yeah, they collected peaches in a dumbass tiki. It's like, yo, he knocked the peaches out of that motherfucker. <laughs> there was no reason for him to hammer fist that dude. That dude was done before he hit the ground. You know what? Yeah. Those are my those are my thoughts. Any character that collects something and whenever he gets hit everything starts splatting those Mario coins what else is there what did what did crash Mario coins what did what did uh what did Banjo kazooie do did they collect anything I never played it I don't know I know I think uh I think they knocked the bananas out of Donkey Kong <laughs> yeah, he uh I mean that was it, I mean it was excellently executed, yeah. but damn. And it's sad because the first time they fought, it went all five rounds and yeah, he had to lose 20 pounds in like a week. So he was yeah. late drained and he fought better than when he had a full training camp. But at the same time, and a lot of people they're like, oh, you know, short notice, uh you're the champion, you should have the advantage. People. And um and he was uh and it's like, well actually no, you're you're just as blind as the up as your opponent is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because you and actually it's even worse because you've been preparing for a completely different opponent. Exactly. So actually a sh- I think short notice hurts the, hurts the, the headline the yeah, yeah, the headlining guy. More so than the challenger, um, I, you know, you saw Anthony Joshua. He fought much better the second time than he did the first time when he lost to uh, Andy Ruiz, or you know, you see it all the time. So, um, yeah. So yeah, that's just what it is. But um, yeah, my man, shout who, to Usman. 
Yeah. And you know who who, who executed something perfectly in the backfire? Who's that? Weederman. Because uh, his opponent was the first person to ever win a fight without throwing a strike. And I saw the replay when Weederman broke his leg. Weederman, like they put it in slow motion. When he broke his when he broke his leg when he threw the sidekick, he didn't even the look on his face looked like he didn't even know that his leg was broken until he planted his leg back on the ground. Yeah. I knew somebody who broke his arm that way. And he said that um it actually he said it didn't hurt until he got to the hospital. He said he was literally waving his arm around because he was like somebody <laughs> kicked him. Somebody kicked him. Uh-huh. And uh he had boots on. So he kicked him and he blocked the kick and broke his arm. Mm. Um and I was like, man, you fragile. You get your arm broke by a damn kick. Because we were in junior middle school at the time. And he was like, yeah, man. I was just like moving my arm around. Like, what the? You know, that's actually kind of cool. And then when he got to the hospital, he was like, it just. And so I can I can understand how back in the half, I've adjustment. actually known somebody who. Uh, he was. They were just playing, too. It was just, it wasn't even like a real. He didn't, no one intended to hurt anybody, you know? And he mm. was just. He ended up breaking his arm. But it just looks so nasty because it's like just no expression on his face when he threw the kick. And then when he planted and it buckled underneath him, that's when everything, that's when everything just, it's like what you said with uh, your friend. He, um, and the, uh, all the pain just popped up. That's what it looked like. It was like as soon as he planted and his leg buckled from underneath him, that was it. It was like, yo, I'm, I'm just saying advice to Weeder, but stop throwing, side, stop throwing leg kicks. Well, it's not really him because he uh, he won. He beat Anderson Silva off of that in a rematch. Oh, okay. I didn't even know yeah. they fought again. Yeah, they, bought, they fought twice. And uh, the first time, I think it was like a – uh, it was a majority decision or something like that. I don't remember. It was a close fight. Then the second time, Anderson, I think Anderson Silva broke his leg in the first round, doing the same thing. Oh, okay. So okay. I, I'm just—I mean, it's something that apparently that's that rarely happens, but it ha- it, it, it happens. So I'm just like, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw the uh, he posted pictures on his uh, I think of on his Instagram or his Twitter of the bone before the surgery and after the surgery. So he posted his uh, x-rays and it looked pretty bad, but he said everything is all good. They put the uh, screws in and everything. So he's so he's looking all good with that one. Hey, I'm drinking up my 30 hour water. Oh, <laughs> John, I said, oh my goodness, I got to get some great drink. No, that's what you need in your life. Purple stuff. <laughs> hey, what the? It's juice. <laughs> I want great drink. <laughs> oh, so, uh, Steph Curry has been on a tear. Uh, scoring the basketball, hitting three, like, you know, on a historic level. Averaging like 40 a game, 
um, over the last 10, 10 plus games, I think it is. Um, he's playing unbelievably. It's actually kind of funny because uh, it's pretty much been since uh, uh, what's the center they just drafted? Wiseman. Yeah. Ever since he, ever since he's been gone, and I'm just like maybe he just doesn't work for their offense. Um, because the the offense, at least at this, the offense never because Wiseman is more right now. He's more just good for pick and roll and rim runs. And Steph mm-hmm. Curry, though he plays well in the pick and roll, he does that better with Draymond, who can, who's a, who's at least a, a playmaking threat. He's not really much of a scoring threat, but he's a mm-hmm. playmaking threat. Um, to where I'm not sure if Wiseman works in that, you know, on that team, even though they did need size, but he his his skill set I don't think works because now now Steph Curry's on a tear. Draymond Green's been playing much better. I think that Wiseman was actually hindering the offense. Um, but uh, I think he's hit like he hit like seventy eight threes in a couple games or something like that. It was something ridiculous. Uh, but um, what are your thoughts on the Steph Curry run, and um, how does that change your opinion on his season? Oh, the run is the run is incredible. It's like I like Steph too. It's like that. It's like that run is incredible. The run is incredible. I, I I don't have any other words for it. It's like for you to go on this stretch and go from a guy nobody was even mentioning in the uh, MVP race to you basically being or to you basically being top three because of the because of this run that you're going on it's like it's in it's like like there there really are no words for how i feel about this and what's it called it's like and for the folks that even though damian lillard is my favorite player for the folks that was saying that damian lillard was a better shooter than um than steph curry's like they just need to shut the hell up it's like now, Damian Lillard, the man can shoot, but there's a reason why Steph Curry is considered the greatest shooter of all time. And there is no debate. And all he did was show that. Well, I, it was, I don't even know where the whole Damian Lillard, Damian Lillard is more clutch than Steph. Okay. As far as being a better overall shooter. I think that's where it, come, where it came from was Damian Lillard was hitting all these Clutch shots from unbelievable range. It's like, oh, who's the better shooter? Dame is probably a better shooter under pressure um, because we watched Steph Curry in the finals um, mm-hmm. where they lost. If he would have made two of the, I think, eight shots he took, mm-hmm. they would have won that finals. So it's like more um, so he disappears in the finals more than he, that he'll yeah, make it so, there, but then you won't even. Yeah, yeah, so um, as far as they're talking about him being an MVP race, I think that's stupid. The team has been mediocre all year. Steph Curry is on a good run. He should not win. If you're going to put – if you're going to base what he's done based off the last third of the season, then LeBron should get it. And I've said – I've been on this bandwagon. And LeBron and Embiid, who have done well for two-thirds of the season, 
should be yeah. the ones who get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying if Steph hasn't played well because he's having a, a MVP year statistically. He's just mm-hmm. not having a better year record wise. And mm-hmm. if you if he finished the eighth of nineteen and barely and only makes the playoffs because of how the new playoff format is. Yeah, so, no, that's not that's not MVP. I don't care. And I know he he also missed some time due to injury with I think a bruised tailbone yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on him being in the MVP discussion? Um, I understand why he would. I don't think that he would win. That's I said he was a top that he probably put himself in the uh, top three, especially with uh, like even though I understand where you're coming from with uh, Embiid and LeBron. I just, I just, um, I just think that with um, how he's basically, especially with the new playoff format, how he's basically pushing, pushing the uh, team to basically get out of the playing game and try to fight for the sixth seed. Cause it's all, there's going to be a battle for the sixth seed anyway. So they don't have to do the playing game. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't think he will win it because of like what you said, a mediocre team. But I think he, uh, I think he put his name in there, especially when it comes down to how injuries have affected the uh, have affected a lot of players. Because look at them. Because when it came, because before the Blazers started falling off, before they fell off the freaking cliff, because they. Because for some odd reason, they always want to trade for offense and not defense. Um, Lillard and Jokic were not, yeah, Lillard and Jokic were um, considered one and two in the uh, MVP race because of the fact that they were able they were able to stay relatively healthy. While you while you excluded LeBron and Embiid because of the fact that they missed so much time. But it's like, but um, if you go by what you said, LeBron deserves it. If they go by the injuries and things of that nature, I think Jokic wins it because of the fact that he's, I think he's like two assists away from averaging a triple double. Well, Westbrook is averaging a triple double. But um, what's it called? The uh. <laughs> But of course, you he's doing it, even though he is averaging a triple double, you're doing it on a team that's I don't even think I don't even think the Wizards uh, are even gonna sniff the playoffs while you have yeah, the they, Nuggets. They're I think they're currently yeah, in, the nine, in the nine seed. They play themselves back into it. Yeah, because let me let me not get myself lying. Yeah, I think they're and there were two games back in the eight seed. Of the eight? They won like nine in a row. Yeah, because they're eight oh, they're and two in their last uh oh okay. so they lost they lost they must have lost tonight. Yeah, they lost they tonight. Won, they're eight. They won they won they won they won uh they won eight in a row. Okay. So because I know uh, the Knicks just won nine in a row, but the Knicks are the four seed anyway. So let's not talk about the Knicks, but um, where are the uh, where are the Nuggets? The Nuggets are the four seed. Yeah, so it just I, I don't understand how the Nuggets, the Nuggets being a four seed and 
and Jokic should be MVP, but for some reason, Donovan Mitchell, um, who's been putting up good numbers this year, ain't considered what's his numbers this year. Uh, he's that small. He's only six one. Oh, wow. Yeah, he be dunking out. He be dunking. These dudes are explosive nowadays. God. I thought he was like 6'5". He plays shooting guard. Hmm. Yeah, he plays shooting guard with him. They tried, they tried to do a little point guard experiment with him. Let me see. He's averaging 26. That was in 26-5-4, which aren't necessarily MVP numbers, but they have the best record in basketball. Um, so I don't understand how Jokic should win it. I mean, he's he's not doing anything that he hasn't done before. I guess, you know, because LeBron and B got hurt. That in, yeah, that's, 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 that's where Steph, I was going with Steph, that. And Steph hasn't had a great season. And then Lillard kind of, uh, or the Blazers are kind of taking a dip. But um, I don't know. I mean, there's still the Blazers went from this because the Blazers yeah. went from the sixth seed to I think they're the eighth now. They yeah, so they basically they basically defended themselves into a, a playing game. Yeah, but yeah, um, all to some sovereign. Uh, um, in sports, uh, Gino Hayes passed away at 33. It's crazy because, um, you know, Gino Hayes is, uh, you know, a year older than me and a year younger than you. Yeah. So it's like, dang, like, you know, he has a 13-year-old and an 8-year-old, I think his two children are. And it's tragic because they found a liver disease. Apparently, they found it years ago, and they put him on the donor list a month ago. Like, why would you not? You know, and it's crazy how how that works, man. But hey, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, to Gino Hayes. Uh, he played for your team. I don't know if you yeah. have any memories of him or how good of a player he was. Nah, I I can't say because around that time when he was playing for Jacksonville, I didn't have any uh, I didn't have any uh way of watching their games. But um, at the time, I believe he was a, a really good signing. But you know, mediocre Jaguars is like it's like if he even made a big impact, you wouldn't know because mediocre Jaguars. But we we ain't gonna talk about them. We'll talk about them on Thursday or after um, Thursday. Oh, yeah, it's a draft. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, I guess this is all going to jumble into one um, topic, but um, they're, they're, for those who listen to us, you probably grew up or in our lifetime. There was a uh, there was a, a cartoon called Looney Tunes, and there was a there was a there was a hunter by the name of 
Elmer Fudd. But sometimes he'll be chasing two characters by the names of Daffy Duck and uh, and uh, Bugs Bunny. And they had this running gag every time they would be in an episode where they would say, rat season, duck season. Rabbit season, duck season. They'll go back and forth. Then Bugs Bunny will say, duck season. And then Daffy Duck will say rabbit season. Or no, he'll say duck season and fire. And then uh and then you know then he'll get his beak blown to the back of his head or something like that. And it was always funny back then. But I say that to say this. When it comes to the police. Is it rabbit season or duck season? So I'm going to be careful with this specific topic because from my research on it, there's so much conflicting stories that are going around this particular shooting. And then it's like, man, like how, how should I feel about this? And is this more media manipulation or whatever it could be? But, but there was a young lady, child, 16-year-old child by the name of Micaiah Bryant, who was shot four times by the police. Um, she was attacking somebody with a knife. Um, cop hops out the car, starts shooting. Uh, sees her with the knife, starts shooting. She shot dead. And uh, it's very strange. I had very mixed emotions about it because, like, oh, here we go again with. Uh, Another person gunned down by the cops, and then when you hear more of the story, it's like, huh, that's strange. It's like, what would I feel about that? Well, how would I feel if that were in my, if I saw that in person? So, oh man, I guess, how can I put this? So, the first thing I thought was, like I said, another black person gunned down by the police. Then I heard that she had a knife and she was attacking someone with a knife. And then it's like, all right, there's two different scenarios here. Well, first they were like, oh, well, she called the cops. She's the one who called the cops. I'm like, okay, well, the police clearly didn't come, don't come out and didn't don't come out, first of all, and didn't come out and was like, wait, wait, hold on, everyone. Which one of y'all called us? Like that just doesn't happen. So yeah. I don't know why people were telling me that because I think it's a moot point. Um, but then I thought about it in two ways. If that was my daughter trying to stab someone, 
And if that was my who was about to get stabbed, what would I want? So my initial reaction is, if I was my daughter who's about to get stabbed, I'd probably want that girl shot myself. Mm. I don't, I'm not making this a black and white thing. I'm making this a life thing. So people who wanna, who probably wanna turn this podcast off right now, it is what it is. I'm just telling y'all, what would it be if it was my daughter? If it was my daughter defending herself from two people with a knife, I would want the police officer to hold as much restraint as possible to disarm her and handcuff her and maybe take her to jail, but at least she gets to live. Yeah. So it's like, yo, that's a literal contradiction. One side, if it's your daughter about to get stabbed, you want the girl to die. On the other side, you don't want her to die. Well, guess what? I'm biased. It's my daughter. <laughs> I'm saying so. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. Is the shooting justified? Maybe. Should could that have been handled better? We have seen police handle it better. So I think when it comes to rabbit season, duck season, that in duck season is black people. I just want people to understand that because the duck um, when it comes to rabbit season, duck season, it was like there's no value of life from the police. It's their first reaction to everything when it comes to black people, it seems, is to pull their firearm out. Now, is that media manipulation? That they're only showing us those scenarios. They're not showing us the scenarios where police do offer restraint versus um, black people. So uh, the statistics show, or at least the statistics that were provided show, that black people are killed at a twenty-three percent rate by the um, by the by the police, while white people are killed at a forty-four percent rate. But white people are killed at du- about double the rate. And it's been like that over the last several years, they said, since 2017, I think they said. But <clears throat> it's it's so tragic how these things are happening. And um, and it's like, okay, is she justified? All right, would I want her to shoot, shoot the cop or the cop to shoot somebody attacking my daughter? Yes. But then again, I'm not a cop. You have to, if my life, if my daughter's life in danger, no, I don't have no value over your life. So I'm gonna say that. But in the in the bigger picture, mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen and heard of knife fights 
and things of that nature, or somebody, some kid bringing a knife to school and disarming said high schooler. The teacher ain't trained in martial arts like Jackie Chan flipping around and all of a sudden you got the gun in your hand pointing at the, the teachers ain't trained to do that. So as a police officer who's trained to do that, why didn't you do that? Well, he didn't have time to react. Yeah, well, he, he did have time to react because he reacted with his gun. And also when you look at the video, it's not like he was that far away where he couldn't full Nelson the girl and get her out of there. The full Nelson, I don't know if anybody who listens to the podcast been a full Nelson. It you you ain't doing much with your arms flailing like this. <laughs> that you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, of course he has to protect himself too, but he decided to protect himself by shooting his gun. Why not shoot the taser? Now I'm going to say this about the police though. If there is a deadly weapon involved, they are authorized to use their deadliest weapon. So they have a one-up system. So so if you're trying to fight a cop, they can use their club or taser. If you're trying to um, stab a cop, they can use their firearm. So gun, so they only can always one-up you. That's, uh -huh. that's the rules. So she was in the one-up range. I just don't think the one-up was necessary. Um, looking, just taking myself out of it, taking myself out of it, if this because it isn't my daughter. So taking myself out of it, I don't want somebody to die. No matter what's going on, I don't want somebody to die. Like I said, my bias is saying if that was Lollipop in there, oh, like, yo, it, it, especially if she got stabbed, oh, the cop got to see me, you was there? So, um, but I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you go. Tell me, tell us, tell me your thoughts on it. Tell us your thoughts on it, um, and we'll kind of go a little deeper into it. Yeah, I was just, yeah, I was just sitting here thinking to myself, like, what could have, what could have been different? Like, what's it called? Now, in my thinking, like you said, like you said the disclaimer before you started talking it applies here my thinking because like i said i got i got two girls and if and honestly it's like if you're trying to do harm to my daughter i don't give a damn about your life because that's my flesh and blood if it if the if the rules are reversed i do not want my flesh and blood to die so i get so i get that exactly and just and the uh, and the question like could it have been could it have been different now can you now if you did take a shot um because I hear the officer was a um, was a military marksman if you did take the shot could you not have shot her to disable her. Like, did you need to shoot for it? Like, it's those are the type of questions that you ask yourself. Like, do you did you need to shoot her four times to disable her? You couldn't shoot once. It's like you know, you're a marksman, right? You couldn't 
because like you said, you could you couldn't put her in a full Nelson. You couldn't if you're gonna shoot, you couldn't shoot her in her arm to to disable yeah, to disable her. Could you have done anything except deadly force? Like I was like, I feel like, you know, like you said, when it comes to when it comes to black folks, it's like it almost feels like when you hear about these shootings, it's either deadly force or nothing at all. And it's it's like and it becomes and it really becomes an issue when it's like if your mindset if you go into a situation like that is that somebody's gonna come out of this dead, then you really need to you really need to reevaluate how you train these officers because I just saw a video recently of a kid literally stabbed, literally stabbed the cop. The cop chased him down with his weapon in hand. And while in mid-stride, switched from gun to taser and tased the kid. You like if if he can make if he can make that decision and every, and I know folks are gonna argue and say, well, he was a um he had more time to make that decision than than uh the uh Micaiah Bryant situation. The yeah, the, the officer in the Micaiah Bryant situation. But you couldn't initially just take the taser out and tase this chick. You had to use deadly force in this situation. It's like you could have it's like you could have tased her and and possibly restrain if uh, the other girl was also had a knife too, because I don't know, I don't know much about what was going on. So it's just it's just what I hear. You could have tased, you could have tased Bryant and then restrained the girl if she tried to attack her. While while um while um the young girl was was disabled and unable to and unable to defend herself because she was tased. It's like because you seen folks when they fight, somebody would be knocked, somebody would get into a fight, be knocked the hell out, unable to defend themselves, and somebody walk up and kick somebody in the head. It's like people will do that. So it's like you could tase her and then restrain the next person yeah restrain the next person to so they don't attack a defenseless person like anything could have been anything could have been done and i understand it's going to be a split second decision but even when you see that somebody's being when you hear on the on the uh dispatch that somebody's getting attacked you already know the situation that you're going to be running into it's like in my opinion, anyway, because others will differ. But when you're sent to a scene and you're told that it's going to that it's a violent situation, if you if um if the first thing is to pull out your firearm and not even your taser, it's like it's like like you said, rabbit season or duck season, and it's like. It always it seems like it has to end in death when it comes to 
and when it comes to African American in these situations. That, that's all I got to say about that. So here's where. <clears throat> so I heard that I heard two different stories. So I heard that this was some situation where it's a bunch of girls in the foster home and the fight started in the home and then uh, turned into something worse over a cleaning situation or something like that. And I also heard that it was a situation that happened outside. The girl walked, went to her house to fight her and she went outside and, and fought them with a the knife. I don't know what I don't believe the, the former part of it because the other two girls are 20 and 22 they're not foster children they, yeah. they, they're not in the system anymore they're 18 they're over 18 so that part of it doesn't make sense um, but I guess on the other side of it when they said Micaiah called the police if you call the cops saying that these girls trying to jump you and you ask for their help to come assist with calming this whole thing down. Stay in the house. So is this a is this a situation where keeping it real went wrong? Yeah. Because they said the, the police arrived within minutes of the phone call. So you're right. Um, it's like so then just stay in the house. Yeah. You don't have to go outside with a knife. So that's if I don't know what happened. Only the people. Yeah. But um, there's something I'm going to push back against that everybody kept telling me. Because they said he was a military marksman. Well, a marksman just means you can hit the target. So, yeah. so it, it don't really mean much. Doesn't necessarily yeah. mean you're an accurate shooter, but to if somebody's trying to stab someone, the target could be and there. The target is moving. The target is not a sniper. Where even a sniper, they're they're gonna sh they're probably gonna, even if it's in a moving target, they're gonna shoot where it's going. If you're trying to stab somebody, they're holding your arm or they're holding your leg, or you try to get positioned by moving your legs, that is, one, that's a small target, mm -hmm. and two, it's an unpredictable moving target. Mm -hmm. It can move up, it can move down, it can move left, it can move right, it can move all different types of ways. So you try to shoot somebody in the arm or in the leg, which in the leg, you can hit the femoral artery, rest in peace, Sean Taylor. But if you try to shoot somebody in the arm, you can shoot somebody else. Exactly. That is so, that is true. That is true. So here's the thing in, in boxing that we learn is if you have a hard time hitting the head, you go to the body. Because one, the body can't move as well, and oh. it's a bigger target. When I've taken gun courses, shooting courses, they don't teach you to shoot arms, legs, or even the head. They teach you to shoot the body. Center mass. Matter of fact, there ain't arms and legs on the damn target. It's a head and the torso. Matter of fact, it was funny because last time I did it, the dude was like, shoot at the cue, which is right in the middle of the chest. I'm not a good shooter. Not a good shooter. I miss that cue every time. 
I didn't hit the cue, nothing near the cue. Matter of fact, my first shot, I didn't even hit the, the paper. I shot way over the fence. I don't know where the bullet went. But the funny thing was, after I shot all the bullets that were hitting the target, they, they all hit the head. So the instructor goes, well, they still going to die in the future. <laughs> but <laughs> like, yo, you know, you, you like, yo, aim for the cue. I, I am. You're like, why you hit him in the head? That's, that's like a two foot difference. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I thought I was able to cue. But um but uh so I, I I want I want people to stop using that narrative. The Ooh. narrative should only be Taser or the Billy Club if they even still carry those. Yeah. Not well, yeah, you can shoot them, but shoot them in the armor and the leg. The, a leg shot can kill them, and an arm shot, and both of those shots are too unpredictable. Moves a certain way, and the other girl who's about to get stabbed don't move. It's hitting the other girl in the leg. You know what I'm saying? She's moving her arms. One person brings her arm down, and it's over the the shot goes over the car to a bystander holding their phone out, and a gun bullet goes through their phone and into their neck, and then they dead. You know what I'm saying? So you you mm. have to shoot center mass. They that's how they train. They don't train leg shots, arm shots, and this and the other. That's crap. That's crap. That's only in the movies. And matter of fact, when you see leg shots and people getting shot in the arm in the movie, is somebody not even aiming? They're just shooting, and then somebody happens to get hit in the leg. Exactly. Somebody just flailing their body. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so I don't want people to say that, um, like as far as disabling shots. No, disable them the way you should disable them. Either. Maybe they need to teach hand-to-hand -hand combat, mm -hmm. close quarter combat, or or um, or uh, the taser or the billy club. Take away the one-up rule, and that's why police reform needs to be had. Um, just like the 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 you know. So I don't I don't. There's so many things that make it hard to really evaluate this entire story because there's mm -hmm. so many different stories about it. Um, and it's just like, but then, but here's ultimately where I'm going to say something that's going to sound crazy, where I actually believe the police officer is the least to blame. And we got family members that listen to this and they probably going to be like, oh, they don't sound stupid right now. What the hell are you talking about? He oh. killed him, right? Uh -huh. Why is he the least to blame? Because there were so many adults there that could have stopped it. You see two girls fighting with another girl, break that up. You see another girl come out the house with a knife, try to stab two people, break that up. Get Put your phone away. Forget about, well, I don't even know World Star is still a thing. Forget about World Star. Forget about Instagram Live. Forget about Facebook Live. Forget about uh, yeah. all that. Forget, forget about all of that. There's there three lives the in place. danger. There's three lives in danger. The there was somebody who claimed that she was her aunt. So I don't know about y'all, but I was raised um, in, I, I never, I forgot to mention this several episodes ago, 
my mother, our mother, is from a little island called St. Vincent that just had a volcano eruption. I'm not even sure what's going on over there, but um, peace be with everyone over there. But our mother raised us, little five foot one, five foot two woman from St. Vincent. Raised us. If one of us fight, we all fight. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but if somebody got in a fight, we we ain't going home tomorrow talking about some, yo, Zero got beat up by four dudes. Excuse me? Zero got beat up by one dude. Wait, where are you? Oh, I, I was I was watching. Yeah, you gonna watch her putting them hands on you. Cause you disobey the rule. One of us like we all fight. So that's your aunt. Is that's your niece out there fighting? Get in there, fight with her or break it up. That so this this is the breakdown of the black community. And I'm tired of it. This is a break. They all oh, we need to start policing our own. That's what you do when you police your own. Because we are, why are we surprised that a white person, a white cop shot a black person? Why is this a surprise still? Stop it. Oh my God. Why does this keep happening? Because you keep letting it happen. How do you keep letting it happen? You keep letting it happen because you keep calling them. Police your own, like you've been saying. In that particular scenario, now somebody getting pulled over by the police, like the like the man um, uh, uh, um, um, Dante White that we talked about last week, or or um, or Mr. Anthony Brown Jr. that we'll get into in a second. Um, they, those scenarios, majority of cops are white, so you can't you can't necessarily like dictate those things. But if you're watching a street fight. And you don't want the cops rolling up shooting people. Hey, yo, cut that out. Break it up. Yo, what the heck is going on here? Break that up. Oh, well, she had a knife. Well, why didn't the police officer do, any, do something to do her? Well, why didn't the community stop the whole thing? Who, who was in the house to keep the girl in the house? When she went out there with the knife. When you guys saw her come out the house with a knife, what were you doing? Getting your right? phone. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, what, what are we? But but you got your phone out, recording the fight. So that's why I say the police officer is the least to blame because if we would have handled it ourselves, like we've been preaching since Trayvon Martin died, this wouldn't have happened. Like, yo, and I don't curse like that, but shut the fuck up. Stop talking, black people. I'm talking to black people now. Stop talking. Start acting. Start putting action. Stop, stop voting these pigs like fucking uh, uh, Joe Biden talking about some, oh, yeah, if you're not black, you're not black if you don't vote for me. And we all stupidly voted for him, and he ain't done a damn thing for black people. He been in there long enough. They had a whole, they had a whole act for Asian hate. But we can't get police reform. 
And it ain't even about us because there was a white man recently, a white kid, 16, 17 years old, who got gunned down by the police playing with a toy gun. You know what I'm saying? I said, man, yo, broken news. I did I say this week, weeks ago. Mm-hmm. This ain't just black people. This broken news. This ain't hard to figure out if you pay attention. We keep voting these idiotic politicians in who, matter of fact, and like I said, we need to stop letting these people stay in office. The second they start showing the name for us, yo, I don't give, I promise you, I promise you, these, these next three years and nine months, Joe Biden better make some drastic changes to the black people because we should not vote for him if nothing changes. You can't sit up here in office for 30 years like some of these congressmen and people do. You can't sit up in this office for eight years like these presidents do when you sat here demanding, demanding, demanding our vote. You literally called us non-black. Our skin color practically changed because you we don't vote for you. And then the first thing you do is protect transgender. The second thing you do is protect the Asian and nothing against those people. But they didn't ask for your vote. They didn't ask for your vote. They asked for people that look like me. And I'm not saying they ain't no black transgenders or Asian transgenders, but they weren't campaigning for y'all. They didn't give a damn about your vote. They wanted my vote. Stop voting these, stop letting these politicians run us. Stop letting these police run us. Let's run ourselves. Let's start running ourselves. How do we do that? We need to start getting, I've talked about this already. We need to start getting ownership. How do you get ownership? Own your stuff. Start building wealth. Buy homes. Buy property. Stop worrying about cars and jewelry. Stop worrying about being seen. Start making, start doing bar mitzvahs for the black kids. Well, I don't, I don't know what we would call it. All I know is I, I play on doing it. That's why we try to get the dummy gun Thomas. Sure, what I'm trying to do, Brown might win the Nobel Peace Prize because I'm tired of this. Like this don't even make no damn sense no more. We still surprised for what? For what? I can't believe this keeps happening. What a minute? Trayvon Martin happened when? 2012, 2013? Yeah, so what the fuck are you still surprised about? Surprise? Surprise? Oh, when did Rodney King happen? Surprise? 92. Wait, 91, 92. When did Evan Till happen? Surprise? When did Nat Turner happen? Surprise? What the hell are you surprised for? This is business as usual. You can't believe, oh man, it's 2021. I can't believe it's still happening. What the hell did you think was going to change? What did you do to change it? It's that simple. Mr. Anthony Brown Jr., sorry, I just went on a rant. Executed by the cop. Executed, performing a search warrant. We saw another young man who was like, got out of his car, not even knowing what's going on. Somebody's like, yo, show me ID. Turns around and gets ID. Cops start shooting at him. Thank God the cop couldn't shoot. 
but he ended up getting shot twice. He shot like six times. You only hit him twice. He's like, what are you? He's like, you dove into your car. He's like, yo, you asked me to get some. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I said, Peyton Hand, white kid, shot in his own driveway, playing with a toy gun like Tamir Rice. This ain't about black and white no more. This is about America becoming a military state. And we need that noise, man. We need to stop that noise. Yo, like I said, get ownership. Legally own a firearm. We watch, we watch the police show restraint against, like, like Zero just said, freaking kid stabbed the cop. And he like, man, I, I, he might have hit my jugular, but I don't care. His life matters more than mine. But then they, you, 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 these, these, these racists and these uh, 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 black people that don't get it sitting there saying, oh, well, yeah, yeah, well, you know, they're, they're scared sometimes. You know, damn, what you scared for? If you're going to be scared, why the fuck do you get into a Why a are you in the job? Yeah, why'd you get into a profession where you know it's going to be dangerous every time you hop into your car? Anything can happen anytime you hop in or out of your car. So why yeah, would you even... And, sa and salute those well, who have the bravery. Do that. Salute those who have the bravery to do it. But I'm not saluting the cowards that are that are quick to shoot, that are quicker to shoot than that. They're, they're shoot, shooting first, asking, asking questions later. Oh, man, he's dead. Well, what happened? I, I, I don't know. He's dead. I can't ask him. Like what? What are we? What are we talking about? So, Elizabeth City is about forty-five minutes away from us. Mister Anthony Brown Jr. was sh shot in the back of the head by a cop. Shot cop was like multiple times. So it's like, what was the search warrant for? And then the young man paying him who was shot by the police, apparently state police in Maryland aren't, aren't required to wear body cams. Excuse me? But nobody's talking about police reform. Nobody's talking about that. These politicians who talked about, who led with that, ain't talking about that no more. Oh, or, or maybe they are still talking about it, but that's all they're doing. Because, because all I know is transgenders and Asians got um, got uh 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 um for the violence that are done between that are done to them, they got they got executive orders from the president. Yeah. Like I said, I ain't I ain't knocking y'all, man. Keep getting them checks. Yo, it said uh, he was shot five times, once in the head, and. The 20 seconds of body cam video show that um, he had his hands on the steering wheel before he was killed. So he was literally about to drive away when they shot him. And then and it's like, yo, what do we, you know, Philandro Castile? It's like, when you say that we, like you said, uh, Couple episodes ago, when, when they say, "Oh, all you had to do is comply," like you said, just show Philando Castile compliance. That's compliance. Miss Anthony Brown Jr. Compliance. 
But I saw a video where the cops pulled a gun, their guns out on a white dude, and he pulled his gun out back to him. And he was like, they were like, yo, put your gun down. He like, no, nah, y'all put yours down. You drew on me. I'm going to defend myself. What the hell? Black people can't do that. So for the, like, like for real, like for real, there's black people that I know that are like, yo, well, yeah. And they be on, on the old cop thing. And they're usually conservative blacks. I don't mind conservative blacks, but tell me you as a black man would have pulled your gun out on a cop and thought you would have got away with that. They're already pegged, no matter if you're conservative, you can't, liberal, yo, anything. The, you're all, one, already pegged as the violent. The one who showed that you can't even go, my man asked for his wallet. And when he goes to the car to get his wallet, he gets shot. I was asked for my wallet. And I got a gun pulled out on me. When I told him it's here, I could have easily been Philandro Castillo. I have a gun. Don't pull it out. I'm not. Why would I tell you I have a gun if I'm going to pull it out? Why would I tell you that if I'm going to shoot you? I'm saying, and then, it's like, I'm going to get. Then, you know, then, then, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, all these black people are unarmed and they say, the other, you know what? Let's stop saying we're unarmed. Let's stop saying that. Sounds crazy, right? Let's stop saying that. We are armed. For those who don't see our video, I'm pointing at my complexion. That's all the arm I need before I'm a threat. And I literally, I get, I've gotten pulled over by cops. They treat me different based off of how I'm dressed. If I'm dressed in a t-shirt and shorts, they, they, they got an attitude. And I always, I, yo, they, I see the flashing lights. I pull over. I get my license and registration out. Crack my window. There you go. What else? Do you know why I pulled you over? I don't go ahead and run whatever you need to run. Then you can tell me. We don't need to talk about nothing. Exactly. I don't care why you pulled me over. You can make up whatever you want to be. You can say that my car was stolen. I don't freaking know. You're gonna have to prove it. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> give me your there you go. License registration and insurance. There you go. They only gotta ask me for it. It's already it's already hanging out the window. One cop was like, "Yo, can you put?" I was in a shirt, t-shirt, and shorts. No, I was in a hoodie. I was in a hoodie. It was like, "Can you roll your window down further?" I said, "No, ma'am, I cannot. I want to make sure that both you and I are protected." Because I'm already. A I ain't gonna shoot you through no glass. Exactly. And you and if you shoot me through glass, then clearly you in the wrong. Exactly. I don't want you to say nothing to me. Oh, I saw and also I don't I ain't got no gun in my car. I don't do drugs. I don't drink. You ain't gonna find nothing in my car unless you plan it. I promise you that. But like I said, um like I said before. You know, you, you get compliant people, compliant black people who are still killed. 
So what what's gonna change? What's gonna change? And what what are we going to do as black people to change? Because go ahead and add to that, bro. Because they like you said, they already helped. They already helped Asians. They helped transgender community. And you you basically like you said, Biden basically challenged challenged our challenged us as people to vote for him. And we got nothing. It's like somebody want to be an asshole and talk about well, we got stimulus checks. Who the fuck cares? Oh, country got stimulus checks. Ain't exactly. about black people. Don't want no black like, stimulus. Want no reparations. The hell up. It's like, like you said, we're armed. I still think I'm like, in income taxes in like four months. It's like we. It's like we've been, like you said, we've been. We're armed just because of your complexion. You sound like we've been armed. We've been armed the moment that we were brought into this world. It well, just because of the it fear. just so happened. Yeah, it, exactly. It's like it just so happened. It just so happens that now it's a now it's more so that people are in a sense starting to wake up and understanding their worth. They want to start getting rid of. They want to start getting rid of us as quickly as possible. That's, that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Because it's like, because it's like, you know, we just we always wanted to keep up with the Joneses. It's like we always had to keep up with the Joneses. We always had to have the flyer shit. We always, like you said, being seen. We always needed to be seen. But not once did we ever think that we needed to be heard. And now that we're thinking that we, now that we understand that we need to be heard and not seen, now they want to silence us. They've been, we've been keeping quiet. Yeah, we've been keeping quiet for a long time. And now they want us to go back to keeping our mouths shut. And what's, and that's how I feel about it. It's like, they want us to keep our mouths shut now that we're, now that folks are thinking more so Look, it ain't about being seen. It's about it's about what it is that I need to say in order for things and what I need to say and do in order for things to change. And it's always gonna be that fear, like you said before. Um when uh when folks, when white folks do what they do, and you said it's because of the sins of their fathers. And like how white folks wanted to lynch black folks, especially after slavery, because of the fact that because of the fact that they were free and they wanted to keep us in line. And how folks are acting toward us now. And the um the the unfortunate the unfortunate thing is um We as black people still aren't united. And that's another you know, like I said, I have I have conser- black conservative friends and mentors that like I saw the statistic 
It was talking about police shootings. And he actually sent me this before, a different year, but statistics were fairly similar. It was about 25 unarmed people were killed. It was like 19 white to seven black or something like that. So that's 26. And he was like, see what they be saying? Like the stats show that it's false. I was like, oh. What's false about the stats? And he said, he, he, he was, I guess he didn't understand where I was coming from. He said, oh, well, two times more black people were killed, or white people were killed by police, unarmed white people were killed by police than black people. And I said, wow, that's, I said, is that what you see? And he was like, what else is there to see? Man, I see that that's 26 people too much. You over here trying to be right about your own people. Oh, well, look, first of all, this ain't a competition. Yeah, yeah. See, see, we got killed more and we don't complain. So start complaining. If y'all think that's gonna move the needle to help us, your black friends, start complaining. They don't listen to us. <coughs> so I was like, I just see, no, it was 18 to seven. Yeah, because I remember 25, 18 to seven. I'm like, it's 25 people too many. You over here talking about who, who gets killed at a higher rate, I don't give a damn. That's 18 too many black pe white people that have been killed and seven too many black people. Oh. Here's another thing that was fascinating about that statistic. Because now he said it was five to three white to black, but it was a lot more white people shot by police than black people shot by police. And like I said, the statistics show 44% killed by police. 43% of the black people killed by police who are shot and killed. I said, wow, that's that's an interesting statistic. Eric Gardner don't fall under that. <laughs> See how I always say, I always said, actually, I think I'm the creator of this phrase. Numbers never lie. But they don't tell the whole truth. Eric Garner was not shot. Freddie Gray was not shot. George Floyd was not shot. Sandra Bland was not shot. Now they say she committed suicide, but she died of police custody. She wasn't shot. So you're talking about, and then I was like, I don't even know where this statistic came from as far. And also, what defines armed and unarmed? Because, mm -hmm. for example, there was a young man, he he, ended, he was 
I forget his name. He was shot seven times mm-hmm. uh, going into his car, which I, I didn't understand why going into his car while there's a whole bunch of cops pointing guns at him. I didn't understand that. But he gets to his car, he gets shot seven times, he survives the shooting. Yeah, he gets paralyzed. He's paralyzed, though. But they said he had a knife in his car. You know he's ruled as an armed assailant because there was a knife in his car, even though he didn't have physical possession of the knife? So what defines armed and unarmed? So, like I said, the statistics can always be skewed. We're about to watch the NFL have 6,000-yard passers because of the extra game and eventually two games that they're going to put on the schedule. You're going to see everybody getting four and 5,000 yards now. 50-plus touchdowns. So, statistics can always be manipulated. They're like, oh, yeah, look at this. There ain't that many unarmed black people that are killed by the police. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That says shootings, sir. That says shootings. Let's not talk about the people who were restrained or beaten or choked out. Yeah, we ain't talking about those people. Show me these basketball this is life stop showing me that nonsense it ain't gonna affect me at all it ain't gonna change how it ain't gonna change my personal experience with the police i've personally had a policeman draw a gun on me for doing what he asked me to do you no matter what stats you can pull up that ain't gonna change my experience and i've also like i said if I'm in a t-shirt, hoodie, anything like that, cop, most of the time, got an attitude. I'm actually very polite to the cops at all times. Except one time where a cop um, pulled me over and asked me to get out of my car when my son was about a year old. And it's like in the dead of winter. I was like, I'm not getting out of the car. Like, Unless you're arresting me, I'm not getting out of the car. So what are you arresting me for? And he just gave me my ticket, a speeding ticket for going seven over. And let me on my way. And I'm like, okay. Like, but when I'm in a shirt and tie, I'm, they look at my driver's license. I'm sorry, Mr. Thomas, we're going to get you out of here as quickly as possible. Huh? Well, I'm the same guy. What well, he changes my attire? So what? Well, what did the cops trying to tell me that the only way that I'm not aggressive is if I wear a shirt and tie all the time? No, don't get me wrong. I actually do like wearing shirt and ties a lot. Just not everywhere I go. Yeah. I ain't making a grocery run and ironing the shirt to make the cops feel comfortable. Sorry. And I haven't been pulled over and God knows how long. So it is what it is. But it's just strange that that's the environment we live in. 
And let's say, man, we gotta we gotta stop this as black people. Stop the nonsense of hoping the politicians do something for us. They've proven they're not. Proven now. It's proven now. So guess what? Joe Biden, fuck up out of here just like Donald Trump was four years. Your days are numbered. They should be. But we have liberal blacks who will always vote Democrat because they'll always be blind. And we'll have conservative blacks that will always vote conservative because they're blind. Well, guess what? Whoever, if you, if I voted for you, which I did vote for Joe Biden because I like the black agenda that he had that he is not yet to execute more so than Trump's black agenda is the only reason why I voted for Joe Biden. I didn't want to vote for either one of them. I almost wrote myself in. But then I was like, damn, I'm not old enough. You gotta be 35. I was like, dang, man, I'm 32. Can't do it. But if I could, I would have voted. As a matter of fact, if next time I vote, I will be 36. So I'll be writing myself in if nobody else is available. <laughs> but, and you know, people think I'm joking. I'm not. If there's nobody capable, I might as well do the job myself. There's none of y'all doing nothing. Like I said police reform has to be done. It has to be done. It ain't about black people. White people who are saying that we shouldn't complain because it happens to y'all. Start complaining. It helps everyone. It ain't about you. Help everybody. But anyway, anything else? Nah. I feel like I'm going to get more pissed off the more I talk about this. Nah. I know. All right, man. So, um, man, it's we, we're recording a little later than usual. Um, I, like I said, I think I'm actually sick. Um, I never get sick. I haven't been sick since 2012. Um, I just, I, we were supposed to record with King Sean. He couldn't make it, and I had a stomach ache. I was like, we'll do it tomorrow. And that was Monday. I got home Monday. It was about 8.30. We spoke. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll get on. I'll, I'll be on in a second. Next thing I know, I'm waking up at midnight. So I was like, I don't know what happened. So we, so it should be out the next couple of day or two or a couple of days. Um, but you know, stay tuned. Hopefully, hopefully, I don't have to do on another rant next week. Actually, talk about some funny stuff uh, to keep y'all entertained. But um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, continue to listen. We're on Spotify. We're on, uh, and hopefully, we should be on Apple Podcasts and stuff. Um, for this episode but yeah man we appreciate everybody who's listening and uh, you know y'all keep listening to us we officially podcasters dozen episodes but yeah yeah and I, I, I played I played hurt I played hurt today for y'all for the fans let's do it man anyways as usual we appreciate y'all listening y'all have a good night we'll see you next time this is the Between Brothers Podcast
pop the trunk. 